0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on a big night of Premiership action Celtic stay 9 points clear after beating St Mirren Ange Postacoglu says Giacomacus' absence was injury and not transfer related Rangers didn't get it all their own way But Amarelos double helps them see off Kilmarnock As the move for Todd Cantwell gets closer And a disastrous night for Aberdeen in the capital Losing 5-0 to Hearts I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson What am I Week we had three games, fourteen goals served up, and high drama everywhere. Not so good for Jim Goodwin with a thumping defeat at Hearts, but business as usual for Celtic and Rangers. Thoroughly enjoyed last night's football. Yeah, uh, some entertaining football, um, some really good games. Um, Aberdeen, as as Mark said there, um, Jim really really struggling. His second name won't go down well at Aberdeen just now He'll need to change that That's, that's a terrible, terrible <laughs> joke to start the show Like really, like so brutal I don't know how you would have come up from that know, I don't even know what I, I was just looking down there and you I know seen what? the name I'm amazed that he's gone for that at 5 past 6 It's one of them at he 20 past 7 to me in the office I was bad with. in the office oh, And he's, he's used it on air I've now got that's dreadful. Yes, I usually don't yeah, like. Man, no. I'll, I'll happily interrupt you all. I try not to interrupt your intros if I can, but that was that was so bad. Anyway, God, as you were. Uh, apart from that, it was a same night football. <laughs> Rangers Celtic getting their victories, and well done to Hearts again. They're f- absolutely flying. Terrible injury list. He ain't holding them back. Good win. Get it? Good no, 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 no. One four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need. What a start! What a start to the show tonight. Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal in top form, as you can hear. So why not get involved? Is he laughing at his own joke in the corner? I've So come on down. Let us know what you made of last night's football. Celtic fans, a convincing evening. Uh, in the end up Kyogo again How are you summing up his Contribution In front of goal You saw a debut For Kobayashi What did you make of him Jackie Marcus According to Ange Postacoglu Injury Not transfer related His absence Does that make you feel A bit better about things Let us know Rangers fans The move for Todd Cantwell Said to be getting closer Again What do you think of that What do you think of The, the personnel Updates There seems to be a bit of Confusion um, Around the, the The chat with Swansea And whether Rangers have Or have not Had a bid rejected But across wires On that one uh, So again The transfer window Very much open 19th of January You can get all your thoughts On that But looking back On last night's action As well So 01419511025 Come on down And let us know What is on your mind I was swithering on this Right I'm, I'm, go- I'm not going to lie I thought Four games last night is, is that enough? Is it enough to do the old result of the evening Goal of the evening And then The Livy pitch froze up And it mm. left us with only three games But mm. We'll give it a bash right? You've not, you've not got on. much to choose from Small <laughs> samples here Result yeah. of the night Come on You've only got two right, to I'll, I'll let my man the right go first Go Okay I'm going to start Tynecastle I did not see that coming oh. Result of the night Yeah 5-0 against Aberdeen Now when you think That these two teams Are battling for third And at the start of the season Aberdeen made some good additions And you might have thought that 
you know, with Hearts injury list, that Aberdeen would be that third force. Well, Hearts just rubber stamped that last night. Five goals against Aberdeen. They were terrific. Some of the goals in the game, brilliant as well. They found form at the right time. Robin Nielsen's side, unbeaten in, I think, eight in the league on a terrific run. Right, you've not got much left. No, no. What are you going for? I'll go for Rangers at Kelly. I'm not going to go to Celtic at home. <coughs> Excuse me. When a goal down, played extra time at the weekend, showed great character, three points. It's all about fun. Yeah, okay. Goal of the night. Good <laughs> choice on this, though. Fun. Good choice. Good good list. Goal of the night, yeah. Spoil for choice. There's a couple in there. Really good ones. Kelly won uh, right at the end. Daz has got one up his sleeve. I'm going to go for Kyogo. Kyogo's first goal. The movement, the pass from Hitati, and then the finish. I thought that was a tremendous goal. Michael Smith at Hearts for me. I give a lot of credit to strikers. Thought there were some good goals last night. Morelos, Kyogo, Turnbull. Right, as Mark says. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and I, th- I thought there were some fantastic ones there. But sometimes the fullbacks got overlooked. Yeah, great yeah. ball in. What a finish! Absolutely brilliant. Doesn't score a lot, so he's a, an older player. I'm going to go for him. Right. Okay. Don't know why he brought age into it. But anyway, what about your howler of the evening? Who you want to go first? You want me to go? Well, All right, I'll so, go. I'll go since you took so long. I was going to give it to Livy for the pitch being frozen over but I'm going to give it to Daniel Armstrong individual now you've just went 2-1 down your team needs you you're still in the game and then you go and do something as stupid as that to get sent off fair play to Derek McInnes' side because they hung in there and they almost got back into the game but you cannot afford to be sent off for something as silly as that so dare I say you don't have any complaints about the red card no no okay um, and your howler of the night the team from the Granite City Aberdeen Nobody can argue about it. I cannot believe what I witnessed last night. They were lucky to get out of there five. Um, poor, poor night for Jim and Aberdeen. Yeah, maybe we'll get some Aberdeen fans on tonight, actually. I know it doesn't happen all that often with us being down here in Glasgow in the West, but there must be some of you who've relocated and are angry at what you're seeing. So why not give us a call? And finally, your man of the night, top performer, who's I'm getting going the accolade. I'm going Celtic Park, Kyogo. Okay. Um, a lot of debate in this programme with uh, Giacomakis about who's the best striker and you know a lot of people have the opinion that Giacomakis should be number one striker Kugo showed every bit of class last night we're talking about his first finish even his second goal terrific striker's goal the work he puts in as well I can totally understand why he's the number one striker so sometimes you've got to react to that you know, the gauntlet thrown down to you to prove that you are the number one man. Last night, he proved that to me. On the back of that explanation for Kyogo, I think it's only fair then to, to say Morelos deserves a mention. Now, not not a favourite with a lot of people at the minute for the way he conducts himself and his performances. However, when the pressure's on and you need a goal scorer, he gets him back in the game and ultimately then goes on to score what would prove to be the winner so two goals for him I think he deserves a mention and loves scoring against Kilmarnock yeah. as well quite mm-hmm. clearly right come on then 01419511025 if it's performance related what did you make of the games last night what pleased you what didn't please you how are you assessing the contributions of guys like Kyogo like Alfredo Morelos Jackie Makis he got tongues wagging when he was not involved in the squad but the manager 
um, Has given a, a fairly simple explanation To that one It looks like the finishing touches Are just being added to the personal details For Todd Cantwell Rangers fans How do you feel there? Anything else that's out there at all Aberdeen fans You're not getting away with it tonight You've got until 8 o'clock To air your grievances 01419511025 Let's hear a bit from Ange Postacoglu First though He was happy Free-flowing display from his side Full of praise for the attackers Especially Kyogo yeah, I thought we were good tonight. Yeah, really strong uh, in all aspects of our game. I thought our football was really good and our, our goals were, were outstanding. And uh, yeah, some great moves that didn't end up in goals. But yeah, just a thought, really solid, strong all round performance. His two goals were great, sort of from a team aspect because it's stuff we work on, but his, the quality of his finishing is outstanding. And uh, yeah, no, Kyog was, um, he's been brilliant. I, thought, I just thought our attacking play was, was really fluent and, and, you know, dangerous the whole night. Let's bring in Ian, who's a Celtic fan. What did you make of it last night, Ian? Happy? Over the moon last night, Chris. As I said to producer Callum and yourself, obviously you're a producer or not. No, Ian, Ian, you've already been put through to the show. (laughs) You are live on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. You may well have spoken to Chris and or Callum in the phone booth a minute ago, but you're very much live with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson, so don't swear and take take it away. No, I'm not going to swear. That was a trick one there, by the way. No, it wasn't, Ian. Don't, don't, don't even, don't start. Do not pretend you've been in control this full time. I'll ask you once more what did you make of Celtic last night? Brilliant But what I want to say One thing is I want to say Well done sir Andy Murray In winning A five set epic today By I the way the I like game. I'm glad you kicked off with that That yeah. was incredible What a man In fact I'm sure we'll maybe Get a few more references uh, To him before the end of the evening Good shout Ian What about last night? Uh, well Mark uh, you, You're an ex-Celtic player Gordon you played uh, Played a game as well What about UK Kobayashi that boy looks as if he's been a Celtic player all these days. Um, unbelievable performance uh, for nothing. I thought we started kind of slow. Um, the goal that St. Mun scored could have been could have been a goal, but it went our way. Um, and then we scored after 15 minutes. And I think was it still one nothing when Joe Hart made the save, eh, Mark? I'm not too sure. Oh, the one that's save. gone in the top corner. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, what, yeah great effort. What a, what, a, what a save! I think it came off a Gogic. I think the boy made the shot or something like that, the header. But no, the performance was great. Four nothing. It increases the goal difference. I think to twenty three, and it keeps the nine points in front as well. But what, no, great performance overall. What did you make of Kobayashi market like this time of year when you get your first look at uh, new signings? I was impressed I was the same as Ian I thought he looked very comfortable um, I thought he looked always willing to take the ball um, Nice passer on his left foot And I thought it gave Celtic a better balance And defence um, Obviously Starfield's played there And he's formed a good partnership with Carter Vickers But you can just see that But hesitancy with Starfield When he gets the ball And he always has to check back in his right There was none of that with Kobayashi You know, Fed and Juranovic on the left Was happy enough to drive in with the ball I think he could be pleased with his debut and he, another find from Postacola. He, he looks a sort of guy that will fit into the style of Celtic. Yeah. There's no doubt of that. They've done their homework. They've brought him in. He looks quality. It was a good game to get him in. Um, he decent, well, he had plenty of quality around about him. But Mark says that natural left-sided player that you know can drive forward, comfortable on, on his left foot, can pass out of defence. 
yeah, looked a decent I think, player. I think what was important last night as well, Daz saying it was a good game for him to go in. Now, sometimes that means that there's no opposition against you and you just get everything your own way. Was it wasn't like that in the opening stages. He had men up against him, physical, and he showed that he was he was more than capable of dealing with that as well. We're great with snap judgment. Seen him one game. Is is that the bit that you think is going to be the asset? Is it the is it the on the ball? Is it you know picking passes? We know that it's not that often in a domestic game that you know Celtic will have back to the wall type defending. Is it in many ways? Is it more about what Celtic's Centre backs can do on the ball sometimes Pretty much And I think that's We'll go back to Starfield again I think that's the area of his game That lets him down You actually seen it last night Midway through the first half Where he's actually on his right foot And he plays a square pass Trying to get it to Kobayashi And if St Mirren were a bit cleverer They would have got in But at home Where it's possession based And Ange Postacoglu Looks for his centre halves To find that midfield three Or the full backs early This guy can do it No problem Now that's only In one game we've seen him But You sort of get a feeling For for people And what their strengths And attributes are Certainly on that left foot Better balance to the team And can pick a pass Here's what the manager made Of his debut I'm just dealing with What's uh, what's in front of me And uh, Until I'm t- They're a big strong physical team Very direct And you know, like I said They, they launched some balls in the box So We had to deal with that side of the game Which um, yeah, I thought he did quite well I thought he was really good on the ball Really composed you know, you'll get better from that But I thought as an introduction And first game I thought it was good Thank you to Ian Let's bring in Ricky Who's a Celtic fan See what jumped out for you Last night Ricky Jumped out for me last night Carol Starfield I thought he was Outstanding last night And he gets a lot of stick For Celtic fans For me Or warranted You know He's actually A right fighter Playing on the left side So last night I thought he was outstanding And he coached Kobayashi through that game very very well last night you'll need to defend yourself Mark Wilson you were just a bit critical two minutes ago uh, just of um, overall the way he is I mean Ricky surely can't argue with the fact that when Starfield gets the ball I would, I, I'd agree and I just said that when he's playing the left side uh, of the centre half pairing he comes in and he's right and he's a bit hesitant and he gives the ball away last night the first half he was on the right hand side he done it again now the one thing I always stick up with Starfield I think he's an excellent defender When the ball's in his box And he's asked to throw his body in the line And be in the right place at the right time I think he's very good And it just goes to show you The goals against That does not lie If you were a bad player Then that wouldn't show 17 against this season So I, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of him But I just thought that was a better balance last night With Kobayashi on the left hand side So you see the partnership with him and Carter Vickers Rather than Starfield well, give going it time. For, go, going forward, give it time. I, I, I think Starfield comes in for unfair criticism a lot of times. Yes, does he come out from the defence and teams allow him to come into the their areas of the pitch and then go and press him and he gives the ball away? I, I think he's guilty of that, Gordon. I don't think that's his strongest quality. But overall, and Mark's just pointed to it, the goals I conceded uh, column is terrific with his partnership with Carter Vickers. They've been massive to the team. I think he's a very good defender. I think probably going on the right-hand side would suit him a lot better as well, his natural side. Um, but he just seems to have this knack that the the bad ball, the slack pass gets picked up and he comes in for a bit of criticism. I think he's got a lot to offer, Starfelt. I so really you think, do. I think there's still a good way to go, Ricky, before Kobayashi becomes part of the, the first-choice pairing? Yeah, yeah. But if 
Scarlett Vickers has got an injury, you know, it's going to keep him out a few weeks, hopefully not. And Starfield gets a run at that side, might we see a better player. If he's playing in a position, and Matt will know this, and Dad will know this, if you're playing in a position, it's, it's no ideal for you. You see the same with Juranovic, if he's maybe going to switch wings, uh, switch backs. So you see with a lot of players, if they're playing in a position and they're not playing in their normal area, it can upset them a bit. But I think Starfield is, uh, I think he's a very good defender. Uh, as you see, probably can drop the ball uh, and he, he maybe gets a team after him. But a lot of defenders are hard to not just cast our felt, a lot of people do that. Alright Ricky, thank you very much. 01419511025. What about a look at Rugby Park next Rangers fans? Uh, I guess there was moments again where it was uncomfortable viewing, but it's another win. Is that all that matters to you? When do you envisage seeing more comfortable performance levels? What about Alfredo Morelos? Is he starting to get back towards something like his best? Or was those just the the usual goals that he always gets against uh, Kilmarnock? There was another change in goal. The goalkeeping situation keeps rotating. What did you make of that area last night? How's it all working out under Michael Beale? Let us know. And we'll hear from you next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. 0141-951-1025. Looking back on last night's action. So come on down. We've had a bit of discussion about Celtic's debutante in defence last night. What stood out for fans at Celtic Park? What about Rugby Park then? Rangers fans, it was that is that one of those venues? Is it one of those games that you can just accept getting getting in and getting out with the three points? Was there, was there anything in the performance that, that did worry you? Was it all about the win? What did you make of the change in goal again? How is all that stuff working out? Is Morelos getting back closer to his best or, or anywhere near it with the two goals? And anything else you've got for us? This is the place to share them. Kelly fans, what about you? Are you frustrated? Um, Danny Armstrong's red card. Any complaints? How big an impact did that have? All of the above and anything else 01419511025 Alan's a Rangers fan What did you take away from last night, Alan? Uh, well, Gordon uh, To be honest with you uh, Yes, it was a half-decent result However, uh, I still think We are very suspect At the back In terms of defensive um, Even the goalkeeper I know um, uh, McGregor is at a certain age Where it might be in his last season, however, um, I still think there's um, improvements to be done uh, through the back, essentially. Um, left back, right back uh, takes care of itself with Tav. Um, but I, I still think Goldson needs someday beside them. Um, up front, Morelos, yes, he banged a couple of goals in. Um, however, I still think he's overweight. Um, midfield wise I think we're top heavy in terms of uh, who we've got and who we're playing um, I just don't know what uh, Michael Beale has got his best team I don't know his best 11 So to sum up you're happy at getting the results but none of this is changing the fact that you f- you feel a big rebuild is needed Gordon see the thing is I'm, I'm still waiting on this new breed of football which was um, which was told when Michael Bale turned over uh, for us to say wow what a difference it's not a difference it's like we're grinding results at the last minute 
or getting the you know goals in the second half and stuff like that. We're not taking the game by the scruff of the neck from uh, the whistle goes. It's like we're waiting to get beaten down and then come back. Gordon, um, I can't disagree with a lot of that. Um, I've got to say, I'm I'm a bit like the caller. I'm looking at this new brand of football, but. Michael Beals, he's just in the building, Gordon. He's got a transfer window just now. We've got to wait to get his own kind of player in, change his style. I was looking for his fast forward, moving football, rotations, um, interchanging between players, moving the ball quickly. I've not seen that yet. But the one thing that he can say is, you know, he's winning games. He's not lost the league games. Um, he's in the final of a cup. He's drawn drawn against Celtic. Um, so the results are still okay. Yes, I think there's a the bit... Results would be better than okay, wouldn't they? Yeah, but I think there's a bit of concern about this going back to when Steven Gerrard came in for a bit of criticism his time at Rangers, always losing the first goal. Van Bronckhorst come in, addressed that and get so much credit about, well, we're scoring the first goal. I think that's a, a concern for most Rangers fans because you can't do that week in, week out. But... To be fair to them, especially last night, I thought Kilmarnock first whistle were right at Rangers, causing them problems. You know, they had the tactic of putting everybody on the one side and playing big balls up at times and going and winning them and putting Rangers on the back foot. Got the early goal, caused Rangers a few problems. But it's all about character. It's all about rolling your sleeves up. They had a difficult uh, game in the weekend. They went to extra time. Few changes last night. Arse a tough pitch. I'm not making excuses for them, but... I'm certainly not seeing the brand of football yet from Michael Beale. I think every Rangers supporter is hoping for. But I will say it again, he's got to get his own players in the transfer windows. I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with Alan as well that when Beale came in, there was a lot of... We had a lot of callers saying that they'd seen training and clips of training and wow, what a difference it looked and he's going to have this brand of football. And Daz and Alan are right It's it's yet to emerge um, Daz says he's just in the door But he, is, he isn't really You know in, in terms of modern football nowadays Managers don't get a lot of time So he's had yeah, but Getting your style across Tends to be easier When you've picked the players Don't they? Of course But he He surely understood What he had When he came in um, he, he, Bear in mind He's got a relationship With quite a few of those players From previous life there You take it all though Don't you? If you're, as long as you're not losing well, that's what I was going to come on to. Yeah. Results have been great. You've, you cannot argue with that. If you're winning, and Daz rightly says he's in a cup final, then that's all good. But I think the Rangers fans expected some sort of transformation. But I suppose you can only get that when new faces in the building. And that's the one thing I, I've been surprised at since the transfer window. That it, there hasn't been any business now, but it wasn't done quickly. I, I expected when the transfer window opened in that first week, there'd be at least a couple came in just to freshen things up, just to push a few in the squad on. But now we're on the 19th, 19th today, and still nothing. We always hear it's getting close, it's getting close. No, I, I, well, yeah, I mean, not confirmed yet, but by all accounts, it's a bit accepted. Then the Cantwell thing is if not, is when, not if, sorry. Yeah. I guess maybe tomorrow, maybe by the end of the week, but it's pointless committing to these things. Well, the Rangers fans, I think, want to see new faces. They want to see a different style. They want to see an upgrade in what they've got at the minute. And that's what they need. When you look at the league table, they need upgrades to get closer to Celtic and Beal. 
Some would say he's an upgrade in Van Bronckhurst Well that's fine But he needs upgrades on the pitch as well What's the reason for the slow starts Alan? Um, I don't know I, I, I just think that there's a knee-jerk reaction In terms of a new manager As always uh, And you'll get that um, As Dazzler and Mushroom will say The same When you get a new manager in uh, you, You'll step up a bit And then you'll calm down a bit uh, sort of thing But I, I just think that um, Rangers are a bit sluggish Just now In terms of You know Getting results They're grinding them out As opposed to You know Blowing people away Which Celtic are doing Look at Simon last night 4-0 Whereas <clears throat> Rangers are You know they're, they're, they're getting results But Over the line The last minute Scoring goals in the second half They're not doing it in the first half I just don't I, I just don't get this Michael Beale appeal, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Uh let's hear a bit from him. And if you agree or disagree with what you're hearing from Alan, other Rangers fans, now would be a good time uh to get involved. He obviously the manager wants to cut out the habit of conceding that first goal. He says he's happy with recent results, but says defensively they must get better. They're as frustrated as me, so we've got to work away at it. I think since I've come in We've played nearly as many games as we probably had training sessions as a group. So it's been remembering some old themes that we had maybe quite a long time ago now, maybe 18 months ago, some of them themes coming in and then just rocking up and playing the games because we've had a lot of issues with certain people physically. And the results are good. We're in a, we're in a good moment in terms of results. So we just need to tighten the screws on one or two areas. And, and then, because we're scoring goals. We're scoring lots of goals. I thought we could have scored more tonight. I thought it was quite wasteful in the second half in big moments as well. So they're just the areas that we're going to need to work on. And listen, we can't keep going behind and coming back. So it's all right saying it's a fantastic mentality, but we can't keep doing it, that's for sure. The defensive issues that Michael Beale wants to see tightened up, Mark, if you look back at the last few games, it's, it's actually a really consistent back four. It's always the same at the moment. It's Tavernier, Goldson, Davis, Barisic. It's, it's been that way for... Uh, a number of games now um, The one thing that changes Is the goalkeeper behind them mm. What do you make of that? I feel like I keep asking About the Rangers goalkeeping situation But if we're going to keep rotating them We're going to keep asking Because you're then almost You're analysing every performance In, in isolation and, and seeing how it works So It's almost like every time The other goalkeeper comes in There's more pressure on him Or there's, or there's more spotlight on him For instance last night We've heard before Michael Beale always praises John McLaughlin's ability to, to come for cross balls and set pieces And then that's the bit that didn't work for him last night So how do you assess that picture? Well it's a strange one because we never usually see goalkeepers being rotated In fact when you think back to the year Celtic um, had their issues They were rotating goalkeepers between Barkas and Bain and Hazard And well that got them I don't think it installs confidence in anybody uh, and I get that he may want to phase Alan McGregor out because he, his contract's coming to an end, he's getting on. But I don't think it helps McLaughlin or whoever else if you're getting one game and then you're out or two games, then you're out again. I think there's got to be some consistency there. Me playing the back four, I want to know who's behind me. I want to know what they're good at and what they're not so good at. And that all contributes to you keeping clean sheets and getting things tighter. So I think he's got to make a decision one way or the other. Who's my number one And who I'm sticking with I think in the summer That's his first priority um, He's got to get a goalkeeper in There's no doubt in that I think that maybe 
could be wrong Mark Obviously McGregor's at a certain age um, Long game at the weekend Arthur Turf pitch last night Maybe come in He's thinking a little bit uh, New Kilmarnock might throw in those High balls Which they tended to do But I thought the goalkeeper last night was terrible I've got to say I didn't think he, he, had, a, he had a very good game at all um, Here's the thing right Let me play this clip though from Michael Beale Because some of this is quite interesting If um, if you listen carefully So he says he needs to give all the, all the goalkeepers a fair chance During the remainder of season of the season He then says he'll decide whether he needs to buy a new number one Or use John McLaughlin or Robbie McCrory as his first choice I don't know if he's revealed Alan McGregor's retirement Even though many people would, would expect it and Maybe it's a slip of the tongue But anyway here we are Let's hear what he had to say on the goalkeeping picture I think maybe if we hadn't played 120 minutes at the weekend, we might have stuck. I think um, it was the right thing to do tonight. I think everyone should expect to see Alan again at the weekend. And then after that, we'll assess from there. I think it's clear at the end of the season, we need to either bring a goalie in or make sure that we've made a decision on John or Robbie to be number one. And, and, and so I have, to, I have to give that and I have to give all the players in-house an opportunity as well because I am going to change... Uh, players in this squad over time I am going to change the look of Rangers to move forward we're going to re-energise it with with younger uh, young players coming in and we've got a lot of uncertainty around some of ours at the moment everyone's pulling in the right direction I couldn't be more pleased with the three goalkeepers I've got right now if I'm honest obviously Robbie's not fit but he was in Scotland's last squad so he was the third choice obviously Craig's got injured so Robbie's really keen to play and whenever John plays, he does well for us. Like there are two ways of taking that. Some people might shrug their shoulders and say, "Ah, oh, come on! Everybody knows that Alan, this will be Alan McGregor's last season." I don't know. Just when I heard it, I thought it was quite interesting. If he, if you know, if he's meant it exactly as he said it, that he needs to either buy a goalie or use John McLaughlin or Robbie McCrory as first pretty, choice next season. No mention of Alan yeah. McGregor. Yeah, I, I cannot see how that could be a slip of the tongue. He's very measured in his press conferences and everything he says. I cannot see it. That being a mistake I think he'll know uh, And he's just told everybody there I think he'll need to buy I'm the same as Daz I think he will need to buy I don't think either of the other two Are strong enough to carry the number one jersey For a full season over four competitions The only thing I like about him as a manager Is if, see if you're in that building From now until the end of the season I think you're going to get a fair crack of the whip You know, he's saying there Look, I've got, I want to make sure that I'm setting my mind that the guys inside the building, what I've got at the first uh, just now, aren't going to be my number one. I, I need to give them game time. I need to I need to let them show me that they can prove to me. Look, I'm here to claim the jersey. But I'm with Mark looking at these the goalkeeping situation. I'll be amazed if Rangers don't go and try and get a goalkeeper in the summer. Mm, okay, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We will get the latest travel, which means it's the perfect time for you to call because uh, you could get involved right now. Alan in Alloa will be up next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Why not get involved? The more. Chance we get to speak to you The less I have to listen to these two So really you're doing me a real service If you would get in touch tonight You can tweet as well I think this probably sums it up from Miofsky Magic Who's an Aberdeen fan Says I'm currently still hiding behind my couch yeah. well, I, need, yeah. I need some of you Aberdeen fans To come out from behind the couch Front up And let us know what's going on Give us a call 
Or send us a tweet We are looking back on last night's action We're not too far away from a fantastic weekend Of Scottish Cup action And the transfer window is very much up and running as well Will we see the weekend uh, With some big business being done on our doorstep We'll find out in the not too distant future Hopefully Um, Let's bring in Alan Who is a Rangers fan on the line How are you Alan? Good evening, sir, and good evening, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. I've not been on at night times for a long, long time, so it's good to get back on again. It's good to I have used to you. Do it after the games. On a Saturday, well, it's good to have you midweek. We're here uh, more days out the week than I care to think about. What, what did you make of last night? Well, last night there, um, well, it's, it's a big talking point now. You've, well, Michael Beale going on about uh, getting the players in, uh, changing the rotation of goalkeepers. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, last night just shortly, just saying about the rotation of goalkeepers. I don't think, sorry, I don't think in a way it's a good thing because when you're in one game, you're out the next game. You're in the next game, you're out the next game, etc. Going on, this can't go on at all. Both keepers, I don't know, have been kind of a bit dodgy now. And Al McGregor has kind he's saved us. And honestly, he's been absolutely fantastic. He's been one of the goalkeepers uh, going for a long, long time. But it's starting to tell now uh, some of the things that he's getting caught out with there. John McLaughlin, I didn't think John McLaughlin had a good game at all last night, uh, especially with the goal, when they lost the goal there. Now, when uh, going on to uh, the game last night, I thought that young Armstrong of uh, Kilmarnock, I mean, I had never heard of him. I, I didn't know nothing about him. And I thought he ripped us apart the first 15 minutes. He was just, he, he was sensational. And it's hard to say, being a Rangers fan there. But uh, eventually... He let himself down with the elbow. Now, that to me, that was a straight red. Regardless, he already had a, a warning by the yellow card, but it would have been a straight red anyway. You don't go about with the elbow. He knew what he was doing. So, uh, as a young laddie, maybe he'll think now, and his manager will be talking to him there. But overall, the game last night, I thought we played not too bad, but thinking of what we went through on Sunday over what 125 minutes on that quagmire which is absolutely and that's not just our team I'm talking about all the four teams that had to play in that those conditions were ridiculous the SFA should hang their heads in shame for that there uh, but that was a tough going on Sunday mean the tough going on that plastic pitch I've always I've never liked the patches, plastic pitches at all I think they should never be in existence maybe on the lower league clubs etc maybe not in the Premier League they tried to do that already a few years back there get it banned but mm. it failed unfortunately yeah, it was, la- was last night more than than any of the other fixtures Gordon about the result you know we're talking mm. about Michael Beale himself it's not, it's not us it's not us moaning Michael Beale himself wants better performances he wants Rangers to, to be better um but going to Kelly on that pitch, as Alan says, coming quickly after Sunday and all the rest of it, would last night be the one fixture of all the ones that Michael Beale's played so far where he might just take it, take the performance in the chin a bit more, focus on the positives and, and get on with it? hundred percent. Heading down the 77, he'd be thinking three points here <laughs> um, is, is what it's all about. And especially the way Kamarnock started. I thought Kamarnock started very well last night. They were up and at them. They were in Rangers' faces, causing problems. They get that one goal ahead. So it's up to you then to dig deep and show by character. No credit to Rangers. They achieved that and uh, they won the game. They won the three points. Yes, I think all fans want to see your team playing exciting, fast-flowing football. But sometimes you just have to turn up a venue and say, do you know what, mm. lads? 
Roll the sleeves up Get a three points Let's get a shower Let's go to the 77 Let's go home And we'll look forward is this, to the Is weekend. he Is there something I don't know Is he looking for a sponsorship From like Google Traffic Maps Scotland. or something Traffic Scotland Just in case <laughs> anybody's heading to Kamarnock in the future No but it's not just tonight You're doing it all the time um, hmm. Alan to, to link all that together Mark from, from Sunday to now The goalkeeping situation We heard Michael Beale there saying that Last night's rotation was because of Sunday really playing on the pitch And if they hadn't done that Alan McGregor would have stayed in goals But that that is the case You know that was the circumstances that, that we were under And it now will be, And he advertised Alan McGregor will play yeah. at the weekend Which means in the last what is that By the time the weekend comes around It will have gone McGregor, McLaughlin, McGregor, McLaughlin, McGregor So literally game about And as Alan says Alan on the phone is not not sure about that. No, uh, maybe listening I'm, to to be, um, Michael Bulo, it will be more Alan McGregor than not, or is that <sighs> what you read into? Um, not really. I, I I only believe it when you know one of them get a run in the team because I don't think uh, much good can come out unless you've got two absolutely outstanding goalkeepers who it's unfair to drop any of them. Um, then maybe, but still, I think. It's not even old fashioned I know for a fact Having experienced it Playing with a, a goalkeeper You know their strengths And weaknesses And can trust Is much better than You're playing with The number one one week The number two the next And back and forth So I just think he's He's got to make a decision On that Going back to the pitches I think Alan makes a good point I think Last night was a case of rolling up the sleeves and getting the three points rather than performance. Um, going for a heavy ground on the Sunday and the extra time to a plastic pitch isn't easy. You know, people say, ah, they're footballers. They only train for an hour a day and what's that matter? Well, it's not the case. You know, there would have been stiffness in the legs. That's why you rotated some. And to go away with three points, yeah, it's another tick. Yeah, that's why he's he, he come on and he mentioned the fact that his team selection was because of the weekend. He's obviously assessed his players. Um, he's looked at the pitch. He's looked at the conditions. He's looked at an away fixture. He looked at a fixture they knew that Kamarnock, who were probably going into the game a bit of confidence because they had a good weekend. They came out with a lot of uh, plaudits from their semi-final. Um, and they went a goal up. Um, Alan talks about Armstrong. Yeah, I thought he was really, really... Silly, I don't know what he's thinking there. I like Armstrong, right? I've got to say... Had a good season, hasn't he? I mm. really like him, but I'll tell you what, I'd hate to play with him. Uh, one ball Armstrong, I call he, he just he, he does so much great things, and then instead he just crossing, <laughs> passing... What was that nickname again? One, one ball Armstrong. I just I get it. I well, just, but he just the way he keeps the ball. He just, he, right, he just right, wants right. to keep the it's ball. He doesn't want to pass it. But that's See, just because you're selfish. That's no, the only reason this is. You you'd rather be the selfish I one. Was, you don't want the winger to keep it. I listen. I was watching some of the movement for Kamarnock last night and some of the strikers midfield, and instead of playing that pass, after he does brilliant, and I've complimented the lad. I really like him. I think he's brought so much. To Kamarnock You've also called him One ball Armstrong yeah, no, so oh, I'll tell you what Seen training Give me one hand Take away with the other You've got to be fair Mark You can't just uh, Be all uh, compliment uh, But <laughs> I just think that The lad was silly Last night In his challenge He doesn't need to do that He puts his cell So much trouble He's no complaints whatsoever yeah, Had a good season Eight goals so yeah. far Here's what Derek McInnes Had to say on that incident By the way 
At the time I did, I thought it was really hard. I thought because of the surface, Danny was maybe just trying to stop himself. Um, having seen it again, I can see why the referees gave us uh, gave it a, 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 thought it was a yellow card. I think the linesman thought it was just a foul, no more. Um, having seen it again, um, it looks as if it could have been a yellow card. So, you know, from that point of view, um, I can see maybe why he's, he's made that decision. So it's something that we, uh, we have to learn from. The third goal is the one that really... I'm disappointed with because that goal from Joe Wright, we're hoping that could have been an equaliser for us if we just defend the third one properly. It's, we still needed um, Morelos out jumping my centre half in the middle of the goal. That isn't nothing to do with 10 men. That's that's poor defending. And you know, you have to say Rangers um, were good enough in spells today to deservedly win the game. But I thought the, the spirit of my team, the effort shown, the intelligence shown, particularly down to 10 men, was a real credit to them. Yeah, I think Derek McInnes sort of admitting that he, he backtracked a bit because I yeah. think initially he felt that um, it was the wrong decision. I've not seen too many complaints at all in, in the hours that have followed. I can't concentrate there. Sorry, Gordon. He's, he, he made a t- <laughs> another terrible joke during Derek's speech. But he's very professional to get back. Derek's right. Once he's seen it, I, I don't think many could disagree. Whether you think it's a straight red or a second yellow, it still results in a yellow card. <laughs> He's laughing at his own joke And he's putting me off And I'm speaking We're laughing Anyway it was a red card Yeah I think we'll agree on that um, And I think Derek's quite right Straight to red in. no Could have been uh, But certainly a red When he's on a yellow And there's no doubt It was a yellow card um, I just I, I don't know what came into his mind Because he is a big player for them And he obviously Down to 10 men Rangers then start controlling the game Although Kamarnock And I've got to say To be fair to Derek McInnes his team showed a lot of spirit at the end and got a terrific goal. Yeah, I mean, he said that Morelos out jumping the centre half, so that's nothing to do with being down to 10 men. So that would be the frustration yeah. from Derek McInnes. How much positivity though, would, would Rangers fans and Michael Beale take from the other side of it? Morelos getting those two goals. Look, I, I'm not sure any, I've not seen anyone pretending that the performance levels are, are where they used to be. I, I don't think anyone's going that far. But if that's not the case Then at least make sure You're in amongst the goals Of course Because I, I think That's what he survived on I, I think in some games In the past right, he, he bullied defenders I don't think he did it Every game And he ran channels And he looked lively But what he survived on Was goals If you're a striker At one of these big clubs And you score goals The fans will forgive you For anything It's when the goals dry up And you match it With a poor work rate And a, a poor physical appearance By the looks of it Then the fans say No wait a minute We're being shortchanged here Scores two last night He's batting the good I books th- for now I thought his goals were excellent last night Strikers goals You know Typical he sees Sakala He knows where that ball's going He just peels off Good finish And you're talking about Out jumping centre backs Yes Of course if you're a manager You're thinking I've got six foot plus uh, Centre backs in there You should go and win the ball His movement's very good And I've got to say It's a terrific header uh, Thank you to Alan It takes us up to this time Already Quick hour that Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Even Marvin Bartley won last night and he's been distracted by his new job. So the pressure is on you two to deliver again. 01419511025. Come on down if you want to take on Mark Wilson or Gordon DL. Now is the time. Call us before seven and it could be you playing Beat the Pundit next. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 We've been looking back on last night's action Plenty more time to come for that I assume especially you Aberdeen fans Not letting this go We need to get a discussion up and running As to what's happening and can it be fixed So give us a call Maybe more on the transfer side We'll hear Ange Postacoglu's explanation For Georgios Giacomakis' absence last night What does the future have for him? Uh, Rangers have reportedly uh, have had a bid accepted for Todd Cantwell Looks like it's just the finishing touches there uh, Not quite as clear on some of the other targets as at the moment So we'll see what happens with them But give us a call right now We're here until 8 o'clock So get in touch and we'll play this first Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Looking forward to this, you two Yeah, we're in yeah. good form Are you? Yeah, I won on Tuesday oh, I won on Tuesday I thought you lost on Tuesday No, I won 3-2 but because the Stewart's Inquiry I wasn't in Stewart's Inquiry You lost on Tuesday. the, the tiebreaker did. though, didn't you? Stop I know, but when we went to the ceremonial yeah, tiebreaker I had to, get, I had to give lost. the boy the ball, didn't I? I had to go some You hear about Hugh last night Hugh wasn't even playing, right? It was Marvin, but Hugh was Banging on in the background That he had got them all right And demanded that we gave him The full ten questions And he got all ten right Ten out of ten I've never seen him so pumped He was like He had this crazed look in his eye And he I hope the cameras were on actually He was like walking around the studio Crazed looking Thumping his chest He had like, like a vest A sweater vest on last night <laughs> And he was like Pointing to the back of it oh, Bashing his Imaginary badge on his chest Well done to him He was psyched That's up That's a man of knowledge uh, Mr Keith. Anyway Jordan and Castle Milk How's it going Jordan? I'm no bad mate, how's yourself? Yeah good thanks, is this a debut? Have you ever done this before? No this is a first, I play usually listening But uh, this is a first for me When you're at home playing, who's more daft out of these two? Uh, Dazzler's a daft one, Kenny Fault, Mark Wilson, he's he's a legend Mark's even Thanks Jordan! If Mark, I like when Mark's Jordan the intelligent one, mm-hmm. just like mm, Just sounds... No offence Well that is I will take offence to that It's definitely offensive For for the record But uh, (laughs) Heads it's Mark Dales It will be Gordon Dale And he's got his wish It's the daft one Oh come on I'm going to Come on Jordan Right away He'll he'll bottle it He'll panic He always does this Jordan He He tries to put you under A bit of pressure He will panic Listen to his voice already What was his recent (laughs) What was his recent Disaster class again (laughs) Was like we didn't hit the heights of you know United States of Arab etc. But he did something particularly foolish recently. What was it again? Come no. on, come there's on. been so many. It's hard to remember. Jordan, nobody's listening. Was it Scott Arfield? Been yeah, Canadian. Yeah, that was yeah. That. Don't panic. Right. Anyway, Jordan, don't say don't what let him. you see. I'm going to give him some Clyde too, <laughs> and I'll turn his mic off, which is even better. It means we don't need to listen to him. It's my favourite thirty seconds of the night, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, you just. Go straight through them Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Okay Right thank you Top man your time starts now Which Scottish team did Charlie Mulgrew Join from Celtic in 2010? Dundee United Who did Rangers beat The last trophy they won In the League Cup in 2011? Pass Uh, Name any current Scottish Premiership manager Who never played professionally in Scotland Ange Postacoglu Name any other Scottish side That Dundee United's Arnold Jum Has previously played for Pass. Uh, which English side did Rangers sign Stuart McCall from? Pass. John Potter is the manager of which Scottish League One side? Pass. Tough. They are tough again. No, they're tough. They're tough again, I'm telling you. Right. Tough oh. again this week. What's going on with them? I know. These are hard. You you didn't fancy that at all. No. But I'm the man. I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe I can no achieve. You ready? Yeah. 
Which Scottish side did Charlie Mulgrew join Celtic from in 2010? Aberdeen. Who did Rangers beat the last they won the League Cup in 2011? Uh, Celtic. Name any current Scottish Premiership manager who never played professionally in Scotland. Ah, oh, Postacoglu. Name the other Scottish side, any other Scottish side, Dundee United's Arnold June previously played for. Hearts. Which English team did Rangers sign Stuart McCall from? Uh, Bradford. John Potter is the manager of which Scottish League One side? County. Okay. See you later. Bye. Hang up. <laughs> Boom. Who's the silly one? How now? do you know? You didn't even bah, hear Jordan's I can't answers. See Jordan. He's already down the road. You didn't even hear his answers. Bedtime. Jammies on. <laughs> Slippers. Have a good it's night. Full actions. Jordan. How <laughs> is he? Oh. Is his appraisal accurate? Do you think that went well? I was putting my <laughs> <laughs> Yes Well here's the thing I genuinely did think They were tough He sounded confident But that doesn't always mean At which Scottish side Did Charlie Mulgrew Join Celtic from In 2010 It was Aberdeen yeah, that was Gordon easy. goes 1-0 in front He did Was he on loan At Dundee United was At some loan, point yeah, before yeah. that Oh did you think I was going Alright okay mm. um, Who did Rangers beat The last they won The League Guess. Cup 2011 It was Celtic 2-0 Gordon DL I think I was there mm. Name any Premiership manager who's never played professionally in Scotland. Jordan got it, Ange Postacoglu, but so did you. Who are the others? The others are... David uh, Martindale. David, David Martindale. Martindale. Michael Beale. Michael Beale, yeah. Stephen Robinson. Oh, I didn't know. No. Mm, no. uh, 3-1 to Gordon. Arnold Jim previously played for Hearts. 4-1 to Gordon. Um, the English side that Rangers signed Stuart nah. McCall from Everton, Everton. Oh! I, that, I must admit They played for Bradford didn't they? Fine that's irrelevant um, Bradford managed Bradford John Potter is the manager of Kelty It's a 5-1 victory for Gordon DL <laughs> Jordan have you got company in the background? I'm a whiskey currently Is she packing her suitcase mate? Uh, that's what I'd be doing if I was her By the way By the way How bold <laughs> What was that, sorry? You couldn't hide this red neck. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jordan, see to be fair, see if, if anybody knows the sound of a female packing their cases to leave, <laughs> it's him, right? So don't let him talk to you like that. Make sure you get the keys off her. <laughs> I just imagine, I, uh, I admire Jordan's bravery doing that in front of his missus. Uh, that I, takes a lot. But that's where they panic. Cause the Under minute, pressure. yeah, because his wife will be sitting there with a disgusted look in his face. Her face. Jordan's panicking. He's all over the place. And pops a dazzler. Is it still the stupid one that being what's, um, what's her name, Jordan? Ashley. Ashley. Uh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. What we've just done <laughs> ruined the night. That was, I hope they're not on the way to some date night, and uh, he's just decided to fall oh, off. Ashley, well, Ashley will be walking at shops tomorrow. Which is that your Jordan? Or uh, that? Oh <laughs> Jordan, Ashley. It was a pleasure. Take it easy. Jordan? Thanks for playing, Jordan. Cheers. Thank you. Good man, Jordan uh, and Ashley. Uh, Fair play. Didn't they sound happy? You got early off. The callers We actually want people To phone in so to get And I want to be fair I want to be honest And I want to be there with them Because that's what it's all about Excuse me But when someone comes on well, I here meant Jordan <laughs> actually no. I thought this show Had just taken when a sinister turn I've turned, I've turned the mic off Say oh, that again They criticise me True I am well within my rights To have a go back Self defence At, at Brassnake Jordan Let's be honest about it He can't go to work tomorrow can't. I'm loving the thought pro- I'm, I, Like I didn't want to be too nosy But deep down I really want to be nosy So I'll talk about them Behind their back Now that they're gone mm. 
Where are they going? What the, yeah, and right. then the, here, hold on a minute. Watch this. Watch what I'm about to do. <laughs> I just can't. I'm through. I'm through. <laughs> I'll face that dusty Watch this. I don't answer the door. You, I'm getting you a signed ball for your birthday. Just be quiet a minute. Oh God. I just, Amazing. Meanwhile, well, she's in with the fairy like we're getting a ring off, and she's all <laughs> I know where this is. don't even know if they're married. This just sounds like you. I know where this is going, George. He's very bold for a man who lost to a cartoon mascot character called Chaos the Panda. I know. Let's never forget that. I'm raging Stuart McCall, Bradford. Because that would have been you going for the 100% record, yeah? He did play for Bradford. Remember when he was celebrating on top of the car? Oh, yes. That was fantastic. What sure a video. Did. You'll never see a better Brian, video. Yeah, Everton, sorry. I'm happy, I'm happy. I've won. That was one of those classics where he didn't spill a drop. He's fallen <laughs> six feet off of a car and not managed to. We've all been there. Well, speak for yourself. Anyway, 01419511025. Uh, if you want to talk transfers... Uh, Rangers fans What do you think Todd Cantwell It seems to be Just getting the Personal details Sorted Is that one That excites you uh, I'll give you An interesting clip From Michael Beale On one of the other Signing targets Rangers fan uh, Celtic fan Sorry Jackie Marcus. Everyone th- Got all Worked up A big frenzy When he wasn't In the squad last night But Ange Postacoglu Had a very simple uh, Explanation for it So if you've got Any thoughts on Either of those two Or any other Transfer stories uh, That you think We've missed now would be a good time to share them 0141951-1025 Yes, I've got my wish Charles mm. is an Aberdeen fan From Whoa. Wishaw, Charles How does it feel to be an Aberdeen fan today? F***ing bar it I'm sorry for the swear Oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> show The show is seriously <laughs> Driving me nuts That was my fault, right? The way the way that I phrased the question to Charles, you might not even have heard it. I don't even know what bit of that went out on air. Oh, oh boy, it went out there. The best talking. I tell you what, that sums up how Aberdeen oh, fans are man. feeling. Oh, what an amazing first the, word! The, the first time through, I'm going to make a statement. Didn't go out on air, right? He's, he's, got, he's got Angela sitting on. I'm not going to be like that, Jordan. Watch this. Watch this big boy in action. Has anyone ever done that before? Right? I can be. I'll, I'll be. I'll be honest, because now you're listening at home, going, "This program's a shambles. What's happened there?" So, I had to dump Charles's call. Okay, so you won't have heard it. You won't have heard what he said. I asked him, and I don't know if this bit got cut. How does it feel To be an Aberdeen fan Charles <laughs> And his first word Was a swear word The very first mm-hmm. one Usually people Walk up to it And they, it, it's It slips in automatically oh. It was his first word I love And he had to go Because it's, it's a family show You can't oh. not laugh at that oh, he's, I was, That was amazing but Why is it always say, Always when you two Are in the studio <laughs> It's fair to say He's pretty angry Hold on He's Big pretty angry trousers Is nodding his head And <laughs> agrees with you there <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like we attract him I, I don't you know, know I mean <laughs> The producer's nodding He said gone Yeah you're right Gorm. Oh, oh wow. Charles Charlie boy Charles anyway Charles frustrated Right uh, Well I think he was frustrated We'll pick, we'll we'll pick his point We'll pick his point of, Up after his first Do you word. think he was unhappy What was his second word Embarrassing Embarrassing his second word So the people at home Now have a fair yeah, idea What yeah, his first what? word was 
Ah, but uh, he's pretty. Yeah, I think he's he's right. <laughs> I think it's a Thursday night. Uh, uh, it's something one night only we should be allowed to let night. these things go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come on after the watershed. Yeah. Is that? Can you swear after 9pm? Can we get him back on? I mean, I mean, what's, what are the rules? It's not banned forever It was a mistake We should get him back on Get him back excited. on He anyway. yeah, Pick a new word I yeah, the Charles <laughs> <laughs> and, and try and get a new word <laughs> Get a couple right. of vowels in right. there Wish me luck Wish me luck, luck. No, right. Go again go. Go. Charles Do not swear How does it feel to be an Aberdeen fan? Hello Charles He's on the line He's now taking it to the extreme He's gone, he's gone the full He's gone the full He's miming the swear word then He's going to come in This is a shambles This show used to be oh, A serious man. Broadcasting what operation happened in the last 15 minutes Third time lucky then He's gone Charles don't swear How does it feel to be an Aberdeen fan? Uh, embarrassing just now Yes <laughs> Just yes, embarrassing Charles, Charles. Uh, It's just uh, I don't know where all the money's went to but they've got empty transfers They must have got like, 30 million About 30 million for the transfers For the last three seasons And uh, I think it's he's, he's basically I think he's picking the team It's not just the manager's fault I think the chairman's picking the team He's got a lot to do with the team And buying the players Wow, I mean, I don't know how we arrive at 13 million I don't want to waste too much time counting it up That sounds a lot mm. But um, Jim Goodwin's been backed, Gordon yeah, I said. So I, I don't know if it. I, I don't. I didn't expect the sort of main complaint from from Aberdeen fans to be, you know, we should be spending more money or, or where is the money gone? Because it's been a decent level of support, is there not? Hundred percent, and I, I think Jim will know that. Look, I watched Jim's interview after the game last night, and I've been there a lower sort of a standard as a manager. And you're standing there, you you know, you've let every single person down. It's the loneliest place in the world to be. Nobody will hurt any more than Jim, but he understands that he's a football manager of a big club. He's got to get results. He's been back to the hill. And the surprising thing about it for me, Gordon, is they've got good players. And to be fair, to be fair to Charles, if you're going back to Scott McKenna, Cosgrove, Ramsey, Ferguson, you probably are at that at that figure. Granted that mm. spans a yeah. a few years now, doesn't it? But um just to, to give him give him his due. What yeah, I, I can night? understand Charles that. Charles oh, is last embarrassed. He's yeah. embarrassing, basically. Oh, I think everybody associated with the club would be embarrassed at that. I touched on it at the start of the show. When you, when Jim was backed and he brought in the players that he's brought in, um, I think the Aberdeen fans were right to think that they were realistic contenders for third place. And I think Jim and, and the Aberdeen board would agree with that as well. But where they've went within four weeks is is quite extraordinary because. They were sitting in third place. They were beating Rangers. All of a sudden, those five minutes of madness where they managed to lose that game, they just go off the rails. And I don't think they've ever recovered from that. They fall up away to St Mirren where Anthony Stewart gets sent off and they get beat there. And it's just been one bad thing after the other. Now there's been the odd you know, performance in there that's eased the pressure. But last night was, was a tough one for Jim to take. Now... You could say, oh, was his players tired after the game on Sunday and got into 10 men? Well, maybe. But you need to find a way of dealing with that. And it's just not good enough let's, for the players. Let's on bring the pitch. in uh, another Aberdeen fan as well so we can get a range of opinions on this. Uh, Karen is also an Aberdeen fan uh, from Lanark. How would you sum up the current situation, Karen? I, w- I would maybe preface it uh, 
I phoned you a few months ago and I stated at the time that the market they were shopping in, Jim Goodwin was probably the, the best choice for the job. But I feel that he's made a lot of contentious decisions since then and I think it goes back to letting Considine leave, which I said was ruthless and time would tell if it was the right decision and now we've got no cover in defensive positions. Then I think appointing Stuart the captain rather than McCrory uh, I think Ross McCrory even if he's not having a good game you can't fault his effort and drive and commitment and the world and his wife can see that midfield is his best position and then the 1-0 defeat at home to Celtic when uh, Jim Goodwin said it worked for 87 minutes it was a bit like claiming the Titanic was safe until it hit the iceberg I think you, you've you've made an old man very happy. He's delighted with that analogy. Yeah, I'm going to steal that. later shows. Karen, to what to what extent then? Because we know th- the football landscape's changed. It doesn't take many defeats. It doesn't take many disappointments for that to properly bring the manager into focus. Is that this, is it at that stage for you? I think it is, and I think that the Darvel match, if we don't get through in the cup I think it's curtains for him uh, I feel he should have been maybe given a couple of seasons but the positions the way they've been playing has been so lackluster in the part for the cup match and the match at Pataudry but again we were 2-1 up against Rangers and rather than keep pressing and going for a, a third goal it was the usual back into defence and we were caught short again it is one win in eight, Mark. Yeah. Now let let's remind ourselves, as far as the fourth round of the Scottish Cup goes, gaps don't get much bigger than Aberdeen and Darvel in terms of you know the number of divisions that separates them. It is a massive. Surely Aberdeen have enough there, but as Karen says, this now this does this now become an absolute dread for Jim Goodwin and and then if the Darvel players won't need any extra motivation but they, they might just fancy this they might just spot a fragility yeah. there and if the unthinkable was to happen how does Jim Goodwin recover from that on the back of the league performance? I think he would he would obviously struggle with that um, if Jim goes there and wins 3-0 then nobody bats an eyelid exactly. so Is it a no-win <clears> situation? Yeah, then? if he goes and it's even ends in a draw or a beat then he's in a bit of bother the argument would be that <clears throat> We stand here and we say Postacoglu and Beal, um, you know, they need two and three transfer windows to get things right. Now, up until this point, Jim's, what, one and a half in? What goes against him is the results and some real poor ones at that. And I would even add the Rangers one in because of where it was in the game. The the performance against Celtic, was a couple of minutes away again, narrow margins. But when you go to Hearts and you lose in that manner, then Aberdeen fans... Eh, you know, they're quick to criticise. We only have to look back to Derek McInnes, hugely successful in terms of the progression of the club. Fans weren't happy at that either. So when you get results going against you like last night, the Aberdeen fans are going to be, be on be your fair, case. See, be fair, Mark, I, I, I said earlier, he had been backed. Of course he has. He's been given some real decent money up there. Um, I think some of the recruitment's been good. My Oski up front, for instance, we had a caller on... We had the caller on the other night talking about the, the big two in Glasgow, you know, looking at what we've got in the country and what's playing the Premier League. He's scoring goals, he looks a handful. You know, they've Duke. Got, Duke, another one. Um, they've got some real good players. 
Leighton Clarkson Albeit Clarkson, not yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately just now Jim can't fit that together the, the World Cup Has not been good for him Aberdeen have played 22 games Gordon They've lost 11 And drawn 2 Is it particularly Aberdeen sore Aberdeen fans will not accept is that Is it particularly sore last night Even Even if it wasn't In the midst of a difficult run You're going to the other team That Is supposed to be Your rival mm. for You know Third best team in the country Or whatever Third biggest Third best And it finishes 5-0 You know Is there something particularly Embarrassing about that Karen I don't know if I've described that properly Is that what makes last night sore? I think it does. Uh, I think when they just seem to, when the heads go down, they don't seem to be able to bounce back in the following match. You know, I don't know if there was a bit of a hangover from the match at Hamden, but I think it's worrying times. And I think the lack of defensive cover has been an, a big issue, which I feel the manager should be held to account for. We seem to have a lot in the midfield department but I think he's neglected the defence ironically when he was a defender himself mm-hmm. uh, Charles do you still back Jim Goodwin? Eh, no he's just he's had enough had enough had enough says Charles thank you Karen some really interesting points to think about going forward hopefully we'll stay in touch Karen see what happens going uh, forward that was Karen and Charles Aberdeen fans not happy 01419511025 good time to call we'll try and get you on next taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 Or it is Twitter at Clyde SSB So please do get in touch Plenty of time left for you to do so A very easy question for you tonight on mm-hmm. the teaser I think you'll fly through this But the, list, the listeners like to take part as well So we'll, we'll, we'll put it out there Sandy uh, has sent it in And he wants to know Can you name the last 10 Scottish internationalists to officially captain Rangers or Celtic? McCulloch. Okay. McGregor. Mm-hmm. Brown. Okay. Yeah. Mark? Yeah, on you go. You want to join in? Um, <clears throat> Kenny Miller? No. So it'll be like officially, you know, like club oh, right, captain okay. or. Yeah, yeah. And I know that I know sometimes there can be a little bit of ambiguity over one or two of these names, but most should be. I think it's pretty bang on. Right, who, who did he say there? Scott Brown, Callum McGregor, Lee McCulloch. Why did you start with McCulloch? No, the first one I thought you'd. I know. I start with uh, uh, Stephen McManus. Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. leave it there. Uh, thanks to Sandy for sending that into full time at Clyde1.com. That's the aim of the game. You come up with the questions. We test the pundits with the answers. So can you name the last 10 Scotland internationals to either officially captain Rangers or Celtic? McCulloch, McGregor, Brown and McManus Stuart so McCulloch. far. See when I say that we don't need any more answers like every night. It's probably... And it's wrong as well. So you'd be as well just, just being quiet. You know, like it really would do you a lot of good. Um, back to the phones very soon 01419511025 Let's hear a bit from Ange Postacoglu Something that he had to clear up last night Because if you joined us on the show at about half past six or thereabouts It got very excitable because the Celtic team came out It was published and there was no Giacomacchus anywhere So the speculation, has he played his last game? Is he on his way? However, Ange Postacoglu says Giacomacchus is still part of the plans and he simply missed last night due to injury. 
I'm just dealing with what's uh, what's in front of me and uh, until I'm told otherwise or something uh, significant happens. Uh, he's still very much part of our setup. I'm not playing ducks and drakes. He would have been involved tonight if he wasn't injured. There you are, and you've kind of got to take that at face value, I guess. It was quite clear. It wasn't wasn't cryptic. He would have been involved tonight if it wasn't for injury. So, there you go. Must admit, Gordon, when I was listening to the show and the teams were read out, I thought, well, that's as clear cut as you can get it. He's obviously off somewhere. Celtic don't want to play him because of that, but there you go. Manager clears up. He was going to be part of it. So maybe there is still some mileage left in this. Will Celtic... Break and maybe give him what he's after, or or increase his wage, or do they want to cut ties for what I believe, and I think many others believe, is a cut price deal, three to four million pounds. I think he's worth more than that. Is there any way he stays now? Have you started changing your mind at all? It just mm. seemed like such a foregone conclusion. It oh, goes somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised, and and the reason I wouldn't be surprised is I'm now looking at situation Juranovic, for instance. I thought Juranovic would have been well. Out the building by now um, But I'm with Mark I think that There may just be Some more talking To be done What he does Listen He does he sell Every bit of good When he comes on A semi-final You're looking for an attitude You're looking to see Body language Everybody does Let's not be kidded here um, And he bangs The second goal in The way he celebrates I think there's still A bit of mileage In many ways The Juranovic one Is more Pressing mark because of that numbers game. If you're Alistair Johnson or Anthony Ralston or both, you maybe you you phone around clubs and go, oh, "What's happening here?" Yeah, I thought yeah. this guy was meant to be meant to be leaving. Um, so I just wonder the striker one's different because they don't have that so-called replacement yet. Yeah, um, uh, I just wonder about the Juranovic one. The longer time passes by from the World Cup, you know, it was fresh in people's sights at that World Cup, and I thought. Coming off the back of that Maybe having a wee break Then Some teams would be bidding Higher than what's reportedly Been offered for him um, So that does surprise me as well But look He's come in handy At the minute Because Burnaby Who I, I believe Burnaby There is a player there But he's obviously Maybe Struggling to adjust a wee bit Then Juranovic comes in When Taylor's Absence And he doesn't look out of place He looked out of place at Ibrox But I think that was more to do with illness um, but left back last night You know Quick Drives Takes Celtic up the pitch Exactly what Ange Postacoglu wants For a left back So Johnson and Juranovic Can play In the same team I, I just didn't see mm. it happening We can probably get stuck Into this a bit more Tomorrow night But If Giacomakis is Still here Still fit Still part of the plans the, the, Surely he starts then On Saturday Because you know Kyogo needs a rest At some point yeah. It's a home Scottish Cup tie Against Morton It'll, It might be the case That the injury Is still in the way And that kind of Blurs things But if he's fit Then and, he, and he's here to stay For now Does he start the match? Yeah um, Everybody's happy With the manager's Explanation of his absence Last night um, It's a great opportunity To see him on Saturday Against Morton at home Look on you go Shows what you can do And I'm sure he'd be delighted To take up that challenge And try and get Another few goals Because as, as long as you're at a club and you're a striker and you're scoring goals, whether it's off the bench or from the start, it always gets you recognised, Gordon. And obviously that puts up your value and money and whatever and negotiations. Of course it does. So if Giacomakis is fit at the weekend, I will say that he'll be a certain starter. Well, let's bring in Martin, who's a Celtic fan. What's your point tonight, Martin? Martin. 
Hi Gordon, hi Gordon and Mark, how are you doing alright? Oh, good Martin, thank you, how are you? Brilliant mate, hi, no, I'm, I'm just, uh, I was watching the game last night and uh, the fellow in the bank who we actually, uh, I was just saying a producer there, it reminds, reminds me a wee bit, uh, remember the Brazilian boy Dante, he uh, played with Bayern Munich? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah I mean he's got good technical, technical ability and uh, he's not the strongest, he probably needs to do a wee bit more gym work and stuff, eh? but I think his technical ability is, is bang on, and I think what Postacoglu is looking at, he's maybe looking towards Europe next year, and, and for Celtic to just have a wee bit more technical ability, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know what you think about that. I've got another point as well after that yeah, point. Mark, what do you think? Look, the yeah. profile, I don't know if you're familiar enough with the Dante comparison, um, but what, what, what sort of profile are you giving Kobayashi? I think when Martin says they're looking ahead to Europe, I don't think he's far off with that. I, We've seen in Europe how important it is to keep the ball when you come up against top class opposition. I don't think Starfelt's there. Uh, I don't think he looks comfortable in that stage in possession. I think Carter Vickers does. And again, I'll just go back to the balance. Having a left footed player at left centre half, people may think, oh, well, why is that you know, even relevant? But it is, you know, it just gives you better balance, you can start moves quicker. You see last night, as soon as the ball went back to Joe Hart and went out for a goal kick, Kobayashi was making himself available, you know, really sharp, wants the ball and wants to start moves. When you get to the top European level, that is important, the way Ange Postacoglu wants to approach this game. So again, Martin's right, it doesn't look physically as you know, strong as Carter Vickers, but there was instances mm. last night. I thought he dealt with main okay. Was that you, you? You've been in a Celtic back four many times. What is that? Where the challenge can be quite unique because look, I know that maybe not that busy defensively in some domestic games, but is it hard to strike that balance when sometimes you're up against Curtis Main? You know, what I mean, we joked about it last night without being an expert on Japanese football. Kobayashi possibly hasn't faced a no. type of challenge that Curtis Main brings you. You're right. But yeah. then, you know, do you do you just take that on the chin for a, a bigger picture, as, as Martin says, to, to be suited more to European football? And by the way, that makes it sound like Kobayashi didn't do well last night. Yeah. That, that's obviously not the intention. He's obviously going to adapt to this league. I think, well, all foreign imports do. They have to adapt to it. It's quite unique our league in terms of physicality and the pace that we play at. Kobayashi will be no different. But if you've got a great grounding and uh, you know a great understanding how to play the way the Celtic manager wants you to play uh, in the back line in terms of passing and driving forward and not being afraid to take the ball in tight spaces, then I think you can learn how to deal with physical elements in our game. I think he'll be just fine. Like the look of him. And I think he has got a bright future. I think sometimes you you get a, a feel for a player right away, and I think the Celtic fans have got a feel for this guy. He looks he looks a real deal. Let's not get carried away. It's one game at home against St Mirren, but he seems to have all the abilities there that Postacoglu is the Celtic manager's looking for from his defensive um, uh, players, and you know that fact of the left foot as well, the balance. I don't think in the modern day game now it's it's right up there with 100% importance but I think it gives you the better balance with your centre half if someone's on the left side stronger and someone's on the right and obviously that is what fits the bill here. Mm. What else are you thinking Martin? I was actually when I talked to the boys um, I mean I remember Gordon a couple of years ago 
when Rangers won the league um, two days before their last Old Firm game and you asked any Celtic fans that thought that uh, Celtic would get beat against Rangers right and, and at the time I said aye I thought, I thought Celtic would get beat against Rangers because we were having a poor season and Rangers were having a good season you know what I mean I said but for there for on after I said we would start dominating the Scottish um, league once again you know what I mean which is starting to get proven right into it you know what I mean? We're probably going to win the league this year. And, um, and the recruitment and everything and the way the club's standing just now, uh, it's getting proven really, man, that we are the biggest and best club in Scotland, you know what I mean? And uh, I, I, I reckon we're on my way to a third nine in a row, to be honest with you, mate. You know what I mean? I can't see the dangers. I, I, I mean, I think they're going to win one league, maybe one league out of ten or something, you know what I mean? We're Celtic are like the Bayern Munich of Germany, you know what I mean? We like to buy a minute of uh, thing with Scotland, sorry. Uh, you get Dortmund maybe winning the league one year out of ten, you know what I mean, in Germany. Rangers all of that, you know what I mean? Do you uh, think Ange Postacoglu, he always strikes you as the type that wants to you know, keep a lid on things, Martin? Celtic have got one title in the bag and you've come on and said they're going to win nine in a row. I reckon, mate, we're going to get a third nine in a row, mate, you know what I mean? I, I mean, it was proven there uh, a couple of years ago when you, says, you asked the Celtic fans to keep on. Uh, anyways, it's what, you know what I mean, we would get beat against Rangers, you know what I mean, that day. And then I, I proved my, I mean, I, I stated my point then, that for then after, we would start dominating, which we have done, mate. This is nearly two years now. And I, what I said at that point has been proven right. Well, believing that Celtic might come back and be better than they were at that point and might start dominating is well done. It is a good prediction from you. Um, it's not as big a prediction as Celtic will win nine in a row. And by the way, obviously they might. I don't. I don't know. But it just feels. It feels very early. Uh, to, uh, Martin's backed up with evidence here, so I, I said, it just feels you question him. It feels a tad early. A, a wee bit. Uh, hey, the Bayern um, Munich, Munich of Germany. No, he meant Scotland, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Well, like, I, see what Martin's wider point. You can see why Celtic fans would think look, this club is moving in the right direction. Where Everything that's going on with the manager To the signings uh, It's all going pretty smoothly Just now But You know Only needs one piece of that To move along I.e. the manager You know In a couple of years time Maybe Without the history lesson Ten was in the bag for Everybody yeah. by the way Not just the Celtic when, fans Remember the start of that season yeah. We all in here Thought it was Exactly You can never predict Scottish football That's the one thing Yeah From one season to the next Never exactly. mind I've just got these visions The year is 2031 or 32 or whatever it will be Hugh Keevans is approaching 100 <laughs> and, we're st- <laughs> and we're having Ma- Martin's back on saying I told you I told you Anyway Martin it's all good fun Thank you to Martin uh, in Coat Bridge We will take more of your calls next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're on the home straight then with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson It's been a, a lively show I must admit But we're nearly there uh, And let's check in on this full time teaser then That was sent in to you tonight I think a very doable one But that's okay It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be particularly complex But the challenge out there is for you To come up with your question Send it in I'll try and use it on the show and the best case scenario is that the pundits really struggle with your question. That's the dream scenario. So Sandy says, uh, can you name the last 10 Scotland internationals who've captained either Celtic or 
Rangers official captaincy. So you've got Lee McCulloch, you've got Callum McGregor, Scott Brown, and Stephen McManus. Men, do you want? Give me a name. Uh, I'll give you David Weir. Yes, Mark. McNamara. Well done. Do you want another one? Go on. Barry Ferguson. Must be. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Give me one more name. Lee Wallace. Brilliant. You two are students of the game. Only two to get that. And we'll get them Mm -hmm. before the end of the show. 01419511025. Let's hear a bit more from Michael Beale because I think you might be interested in this. The update at the moment is that Todd Cantwell is just about the personal uh, details. It looks like the clubs have agreed and he should. Always sort of underline that Should be on his way to Ibrox fairly soon um, However the situation's a bit more complex uh, With Morgan Whitaker Because Russell Martin The Swansea boss Former Rangers player by the way He said that Swansea have rejected a bid from Rangers For Morgan Whitaker But that was news to Michael Beale apparently Did he really? I didn't know we'd made a bid But if he says we did then... Uh... I'll talk about the player. I think he's a good player. They've recalled him for a reason. I would say that he did. He was one of the the best, if not the best player, one of the better, if not the best players in League One in the first half of the season, and they've recalled him. So unless they're recalling him to play him, they must be recalling him to, to move him to a higher level. I think he's a good player, but there's nothing more than that. That's not what I've been told in-house. <laughs> it's quite unusual, that, eh? Yes. Um, again, you'd have to take... Michael Beale's word for it the Because difference, The difference this time is You'd be entitled to say Okay but why are you not taking Russell Martin's word for it You know We've just got two Completely opposite Statements yeah, on this um, I mean There is no reason Surely there for Beale To lie about that You know He's been pretty honest I oh, think yeah, It doesn't front. sound like a lie It just sounds There's just crosswired somewhere Crosswired well There must be um, But he's been pretty honest With his transfer targets he's, He spoke about players Which Unusual maybe Because we're not used to it Don't know if there's much wrong with it um, I suppose there's a wee bit wrong with it If you don't get them over the line And you've maybe built up the hopes Of some fans Who have a look at these players And go Yes If your manager's coming out And saying You know He's happy with these players Maybe they're on their way now, the Cantwell one You've got to think That that's done now When it's come down To the players In personal terms You wouldn't think There's a stumbling block He doesn't play for Norwich um, You know He's been given the opportunity To come up here And be the first kind of Brick in the rebuild Here for Rangers I think the Rangers fans Will expect A couple more though. There is One particular way That this Will be prevented From turning into a saga Because if he plays For Swansea this weekend he can't play for another team this season because he's been out on loan and yeah. he's been recalled. So, Plymouth or so we so we should know one one way or the other. You had Michael Beale there saying they've either recalled him to play him or to move him on. But if he plays for Swansea this weekend, then Rangers aren't going to sign him in this window. Yeah, yeah but uh, do you know something? I think you've got to. And who take... do they play? QPR. Oh. Michael Beale's old club I think you've got to take Michael Beale at face value Every time he's Had an interview I think he's been open And, and honest with the Rangers supporters About the transfer market And the, the players And everyone he's looking To try and get in And you know It's long term It's not a quick fix And stuff like that So mm. I'm going down the road That Michael Beale Was uh, A man of his word there And didn't know he'd made it Having said that I think he They could have played him 
before now You know they've had games Since he's been recalled And they've not played them So does that just Are they just trying to drive up the price? You're not just going to suddenly play him Because then that just shoots everyone in the foot As Michael Beale said there There only are two options If you've brought him back to play him Fine, play him But why haven't you done it yet? Exactly And therefore if you've brought him back It's because you want to sell him I I think it's more likely that, that they've brought him back to sell him I mean they hold all the cars just now They can they can say look he's, he's here He's going to stay the, the player may We've heard players kind of negotiating part of their deal Because they want to move to another club They want to play um, So they may just be playing their cards right So again These things do take time I get that But I think the Rangers supporters Will be Frustrated again I think they will be Becoming impatient Every fan Wants to see new faces Through the door mm. And especially when Names yeah. start getting or, or faces get put In the back of the papers It becomes almost real then So they want them You know Yesterday They want them as soon as possible Maybe there is some Detail that I've missed Gordon But From a very general Perspective He played his last game For Plymouth On the 1st of January Swansea have played Four times since then mm. And you know, he hasn't, mm. hasn't Played up until this point So it doesn't Necessarily look like Look I, th- I think Everybody plays a game In the transfer market Of course If you're a selling club You're going to get The interest out there You're going to try And hike up the price If you're a buying club You're going to try And play it You know nice and easy And say right okay We're not going to go above that And yeah if you brought them back To play them Play them Or, or sell them So there's a bit of uh, Negotiations to be done We don't know the, the thing that we do know Is I think Every Rangers fan Will be delighted when the signing start comes through the front door. I mean, the, the latest report was that Rangers and Swansea were miles apart in terms of valuation. But you sometimes hear that, don't mm. you? And one club ups it a bit, and the other club drops their expectations a bit, and all of a sudden, yeah. you're a, you're a good bit closer. I think the interesting thing about this whole thing is if they do come in, if they say Rangers get Campbell and Whitaker, do they go straight into the the starting lineup? Are they instant impacts or? Is it much like we've seen with Celtic that Ange Postecoglou says, look, we'll see the best of these guys further down the line? I think Rangers are in a different position. Although results are coming and they're winning, I think these guys will go straight in. Todd Cantwell's not played a game since the 12th of November. Yeah. So it's not particularly But he's recently. not carrying, is he, I no, take no, it he's no, not carrying no, any just, injuries. I think, I think Michael Beale will understand that. He'll understand his levels. Um... But Whitaker, slightly different. Rangers have been crying out for a player in that position. I know Sakala's filled it, but I think they may go right in. Another assist for Sakala last night, Gordon. His yeah, goal yeah. involvements, as they now reference what? since Michael Beale came in, hard to argue with. You don't, you don't. I think even his biggest fans would concede that you don't necessarily watch ninety-minute games and see a guy that's on fire and dominating matches, but. If, you know, they're there to create and score And he's doing that I say it's on Tuesday In my opinion I think he's the one player That's got the biggest lift From Michael Beale. Um Yeah I've, All eyes are looking at Kent Because of the contract situation But I think Sakala's really Taking up that challenge I, really, I, I think he's added A lot to his game I think he's grown in Confidence You know I know that He can criticise I, I think it was Ash Taylor last night He rolled him brilliantly But he gets his head up he spots Morelos just checking off and he lays it on a plate for him. He's been a real handful, Sakala. Maybe that's just because he plays now. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was, remember, well. I always remember you saying, run about the Champions League games, that, you know, Sakala was in one week, then you wouldn't see him for 
two or three weeks Then he'd come out the blue And he'd play in a big game again Then he'd be back out the side uh, Under Beal He seems to play Sometimes players need a run of games To find their best form Okay let's leave it there Because Sandy Campbell Sent you a good full time teaser And there is still work to do Can you name the last 10 Scotland internationals To be capped by Celtic or Rangers You've got Barry Ferguson David Weir Lee McCulloch And Lee Wallace at Rangers You've got McNamara McManus Brown And McGregor at Celtic So one of each Still to get Tom uh, Boyd Yeah of course No oh. Richard Goff No Paul Lambert Yes Oh good shout um, oh, Right many have we got one left mm-hmm. oh. I'm going to say the sentence That you hate If you get this Sagoli Somebody's told you if I get it, well, I've not, I'm I'm nowhere near it. Rangers or Celtic? It's Rangers. It was kind of short lived. I mean, he was named captain. I said Naismith. You remember that there was strange circumstances around that for the reason it didn't last long. It came in the back of controversy. McGregor. No, and the, it was a managerial change. And no, I'm not doing it for you. The year two thousand. Where's that, Paul Glenn? No. Yeah. No. If you go on Rangers Wikipedia Past captain He's there Christian He's Daly. on it No Properly It came out the blue And that's Colin the, Henry No 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 2007 Oh 2007 Sorry mm. I thought you said 2000 I'm beat I'm, I'm Also played for Dundee Charlie Abbott No, no. Gavin Ray Gavin Ray No Really Oh we might have got that Right thank you Back tomorrow from 6 With Roger Hanna And Simon Donnelly And Johnny Campbell Is up next